Well, hello, my friend. Thank you for joining me for a conversation on the Purpose Mastermind podcast. Today, let's pretend that we are on a hike together. And it's a beautiful fall day and there's leaves uh, crunching underneath our feet. And we're just having a conversation. I want to talk about one of life's greatest simple superpowers. Frankly, maybe all of our superpowers are simple. I believe so much in what Fred Rogers once said. He said, life is simple but deep in a world that offers us the complex and the shallow. Have you ever known someone that is chasing after every complex answer out there? Always researching, 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 studying themselves um, continually. But life is simple and deep. It's the simple things that we do consistently that lead to powerful results. It's the simple things that we do not do consistently that lead to breakdown. I'll say it again. It's the simple things that we do consistently that lead to powerful living. It's the simple things that we neglect to do that lead to breakdown. So, without further ado, I can't wait to tell you about one of life's greatest superpowers and how I used to not live with it, but now I do. It's simply this, asking for help. There it is, my friend. Let's continue for a few minutes walking through the uh, this hike, talking about this. What is it like to ask for help? Why is it important to ask for help? Why is it so hard to ask for help? I want to tell you about the man I used to be. I used to be a man that was trying to prove myself to people. And because I was trying to prove myself to people, I had nothing to give. But now I get to live as a man that I feel like I have nothing to prove. And almost organically, I have so much more to give. Back when I was a man that had something to prove, I would never ask for help. And it's almost like I was building a wall between me and the people in my life. When I had something to prove, I I never asked for help, so I didn't get help. And guess what human beings like to do? All human beings like to help people. Think about that. All human beings like to help people. So if, if, if you're a human being that doesn't like getting help, you're basically putting up a wall between you and other people because most people like to help other people humans. I laugh now as I think about that, but that, wow, that was me. I was a leader um, in my late 20s, early 30s, and I was not a good one. I was not a good one. If the job I had required me to have about 10 skills, I had about two and a half of them. Now, it, looking back, it really wasn't such a bad thing that I was really good at two and a half things and kind of weak at the other ones. The problem was that I would not ask for help. I thought I was supposed to do it on my own. I thought that this is what life was. For you to succeed, you do it on your own. That's the mission. That's the goal. 
Weak people need help. You're, you're, you're messing up if you need help. People look down on you if you need help. These are all the thoughts that I had. So I look back at that season of my life where I was not fruitful as a man. I was struggling. There's no question I was struggling, and there's no question that it impacted people. There's no question that I limited myself. The problem was not my lack of talent. The problem was I had not cultivated the superpower of asking for help. Now, I'll cut to kind of the end of the story and simply say this. What causes someone to not ask for help is simply pride. It's not complex, friends. It's just pride. It's our instinct that I am supposed to be the master of my fate. I'm supposed to be the dreamer of my dreams and the person that makes my dreams happen. It's all up to me. It's all on my shoulders. I'm supposed to make it all happen. So here's what I did. I finally came to the end of myself at the age of 47. I called a man and I asked for help. Most of my life, behind the, this, behind the scenes of everything I did and ever was, was a constant struggle with food and weight. You know what I never did with that struggle? Ask for help. Finally, one day, I called a man named Alan. I had seen his story on a Zoom meeting I was a part of. He had weighed over 300 pounds, and he went down to 175. And I just told myself, that man knows what it's like to be me. And I want to be where he is now. I got to call him. And I simply called him and asked for help. I didn't know him, but I knew he represented what I needed to experience, and he had experienced it. So I reached out to him, and I had a phone call. And that phone call was, it was like the opening of a door that led to a mansion of possibility. It changed everything. What was more important, what Alan did for me with the help he gave or me finally humbling myself and raising my hand and simply saying, I need help. You know, the fact that I was 47 years old when I finally did that, I think it kind of tells you what was more important. It was that I asked for help. How many people think that getting help is impossible? Maybe the biggest hurdle is that we are always looking for reasons to not raise our hand and ask for help. That's what I did. Always looking for a reason to believe that nothing can help. Basically, always looking for a reason to be helpless. When a person feels helpless... They don't ask for help. So let's talk about getting help. Because I do think it's very hard to get help. Uh, There's a couple times, probably in my journey, 
once every two or three years, I would sign up to get some kind of help. It usually, a matter of fact, it was never the kind of help I needed. For instance, if you have a problem with food and weight, a gym membership is probably, chances are useless. Now, at some point, it can become very useful. But if someone thinks, okay, I have this food problem, I need to lose all this weight, I'm going to the gym. That is probably way down the list of the kind of help that that person needs. It was certainly true of me. I remember the first time I signed up for a gym, it was in Indiana. I was probably around 30. And I went in and I just signed up and then they had me, they did these measurements of me and I didn't even know what they were doing. They're taking tape measure and I knew they were measuring. And at one point I I was just put my arm out and, uh, and, and they were measuring my bicep. Like I didn't even make a muscle because I literally didn't know if I was supposed to, I didn't know what they were doing. I, I didn't know. I, so I didn't, I remember looking back and all I did is put my arm up. I didn't even flex my muscle. Funny to think about. I think of another time I went to, I saw an offer for a free opportunity for personal training, a 30-minute free training session. And I went, mind you, at this time in my life, I was probably about 40 at the time. I'm, I'm full of nothing but shame and guilt over who I am physically. Imagine this. I go and meet this guy. He takes me to this room. There's some random weights and stuff around. And he looks down at the floor and he says, okay, sit on the floor and get back up 10 times as fast as you can. And I did that. I don't know that I even finished. Honestly, I weighed enough that it was very, very hard to do. I don't know, looking back, if he was trying to humiliate me into realizing how much I needed their help. It was humiliating. I think if I, you know, I'm a much, I'm a much more bold man now. I don't live with guilt and shame. If, if he spoke to me like that today, who I am, I probably would have thrown him through a wall. But at that point in my life, I'm just full of guilt and shame. I'm just like going through the motions and this clearly did not help in the slightest. Another time, a gym that I was at, and I would go to once a month, I barely ever went, but I, they said, here's a free coaching session you can do. And I, I signed up for it, and there's this guy who's going to train me. He probably weighs about 162 pounds. He's probably never weighed more than 165. In my mind, I'm thinking, There's no way this guy understands me. There's just no way. Probably at the time, I probably weighed maybe 360 or so. And so we do this, this about 15 minutes of training and some exercise that he takes me through. And and then he says, okay, now I'm going to push you to the point of failure. And I said to him, no, you're not. You're not going to do that. I'm like, why would you do that? I said, to me, failure is, would be if I was still at home right now eating chips, watching Judge Judy. 
Instead, I'm here at this gym sweating and getting a workout in. Why don't you push me to the point that I want to come back tomorrow? And I understand there's a weight lifting. There's a, there's a point to being pushed to failure. I get that. But that's not where I was at in my journey. Pushing me to failure, dude, I felt like a failure when I walked into the gym. Help me feel like a man before I walk out. So these are attempts that I had to get help. They didn't help at all. They did not help in the slightest. And I think that's the scary thing for all of us about getting help is what actually helps. Because when you have a problem, we always teeter on the verge of helplessness. And when we do finally get the courage to get help, we kind of need that courage to help or else we will have greater reasons to not believe that we can change. That's the reality, isn't it? So here's my advice on on where to get help. Get help from someone who is living the life that you want to live. That's why I reached out to Alan, and I'm so glad I did. He was a guy that was who I was, and he he had gotten to where I want to be. So I reached out to him, and boy, was that a really, really, really good thing because he had lived the journey. He had walked the path that I needed to walk, starting at the destination I had started at so he could get me. If I followed him, there was a pathway I could trust in. I can't emphasize enough. When you go to get help, get help from someone who is living it out with their life. So calling Alan that day paid huge dividends in my life. And I ended up um, signing up for his program to help men with losing weight, changed my life, um, funny backstory that we'll get into in a future podcast. I'm going to interview him, but, uh, it eventually changed his life as well. And so that'll be a future episode. We'll talk, I'm going to talk to him and record that. Listen, talk to someone who's living it out. So here's an example after that of me asking someone for help after living most of my life, never asking for help. Now I use it as a superpower. There was something in business I was trying to do. I did not know how to do it. I I have struggled with it for a while. And I finally, I thought of this man that I had met. I didn't know him well. I, I had met him and I knew enough about him to know that he was a trusted source. I knew that he was doing in his business something I wanted to do. And so I invited him to coffee and I said, I said, Jared, here's what I'm struggling with. I, I want. Do you have any thoughts for me? Two things really surprised me. One was he was able to open up his notebook and write down a basic outline for me. Very basic. I wrote down three things. And I was like, wow, that is really simple. Like I can, I can do that. 
That's a great plan. Now, in my mind, it was rocket science until he had said that. Then it became very simple. But here's the second thing that surprised me. After our conversation, he said, will you come do what you do with my people? And he hired me to do um, a presentation with his people. And that surprised me because the old me, how I lived my whole life, was as a man, I needed to prove myself to people. So I need to have all the answers. I can't have questions. I got to prove myself. And that's how you move forward in life. I learned that day that if you want to gain trust and respect from people, maybe be the guy that asks for help. So now I use asking for help as a a superpower because I need help. I am still the man that is really good at two or three things and I stink at the rest. Maybe that's how most of us are. My son has been on this podcast. By the way, he's the person that helped make this happen. This podcast wouldn't exist except for him helping me. He knew I was struggling to start it, and he helped make it happen. But he's a professor at a university, very wise and intelligent young man. But here's what he says, Dad, most people stink at most things. And after you get over the offense of that statement, it's really kind of liberating. So if I stink at most things, and that's fine, how about I just be the person that reaches out for help with all the other things? And I love doing that now. I'll throw this out here. Here's a way that I get help. There's this couple that Um, has been through our program, and they want to help us do this with more people. And we let them help us. We tell them, here's what we're trying to do. And and they they will make things happen. They'll be out doing something. They were at a conference two weeks ago, and they found out about how we could um, gain a sponsor for this podcast. They did that because they want to help. But the reason they can help us because we are now the kind of people, especially me, I'm the kind of person that I allow people to help me now. So, by the way, if you want to buy some gifts for Christmas, (laughs) I've got a hookup for you. You can go to MyPillow.com. This is a great company doing great things, making great pillows and slippers and blankets and bed sheets and stuff. Anyway, they also support America and what America is about. So I love to be linked with a company like this. But if you want to buy some Christmas gifts, you can go to MyPillow.com. And if you use the coupon code PURPOSE, two things happen. One, you'll get a discount. And secondly, a portion of your purchase will come back and support what we are doing with the Purpose Mastermind. So that's kind of awesome. Anyway, I want to finish this, t- this talk pretty quickly here. Asking for help will always be awkward until two things happen. Number one, you ask for help enough that your pride starts to lose its grip. That's the first thing. Secondly, it will be awkward 
until you develop the kind of relations relationships that allow this kind of um, conversation to be organic. I now have in my life the kind of people I can just call them and say, dude, I am struggling with this. It can be something with business. It can be something very personal. I can talk about personal weaknesses. I have those relationships now. And so asking for help is easy and asking for help is an absolute superpower. I just want to encourage you as we finish. Being human is not about being talented. It's about the simple stuff. And doing the simple stuff consistently leads to long-term success. It leads to the big things in life that really matter. If you've listened to us, we say this over and over, the things that we are most compelled by is purpose, freedom, and love. Everything else is kind of extracurricular. Everything else isn't bad. It's just that the things in life that matter most is purpose, freedom, and love. And if you have these three things, you have everything. So I wish for you, my hope for you is that you know your purpose and you're set free from anything that holds you back from living it out boldly. I believe for you that you can have great purpose and that you can have freedom to live it out. And I also believe that you are meant to be great at love with the people in your life. And I, my prayer for you is that you have all three of those things. If we can help you in any way, feel free to reach out. You can go to our website, PurposeMastermind.com. We'd love to connect you and get resources to you that will help you on your life journey. We'll catch you next time on the Purpose Mastermind podcast.